This is episode 12 up in the air. There's too much stuff to get through. Aaron Rodgers is a jet, Jake. He's a jet. He's a jet. He's out of He's out of the NFC North. Yeah, this is like the greatest day of my life, my life Nick. I have officially rescinded my vaccination. Anthony Fauci can suck my dick. Uh, vaccines aren't real. Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet. And all I need is ayahuasca to get through the season. I'm so excited. He's the best quarterback the Jets have ever had, probably. And he hasn't even played yet. I, I, this is, I, I literally was through the roof yesterday. I think I texted you like immediately. Like, sc- I've had Adam Schefter's tweet notifications on for six fucking weeks exactly for this. And I, I'm through the roof. We've this been talking is- about it for weeks now on the podcast. We got a lot of stuff to get through, but we're going to get right into it, Jake. Aaron Rodgers, he's finally here. So, this is, I, I honestly, if you had told me this six months ago as I'm watching Zach Wilson unable to throw the ball to the line of scrimmage accurately. <laughs> I would have told you you were crazy, and I would have told you to kill me right then and there. But this, it's, the deal they worked out, it, they they spent weeks going through it, months possibly even going through it, and then the deal kind of trailed off. It came back hot this week. Uh, so how it worked out for those of you somehow haven't seen This was the deal, the deal of the offseason, yeah. before the offseason even started. People were wondering yeah. what Aaron Rodgers was going to do. Where oh, there's been so much go. anticipation. There's been so, like you said, anticipation for this deal to get made. And when the trade deadline happened... Literally over a month ago. Yep. It was reported that Aaron Rodgers was probably he, he went on that darkness retreat. Everyone was wondering what In the was beginning going on. of March, it was before the league new, the new league year. Exactly. He went on Pat McAfee's podcast on March fifteenth. Before the new year. I have anticipation of playing for the New York Jets. That's what he wants to do. I still can't believe those are I like I cannot fathom that this is real. You have you kind of have an idea, but you don't. You know you do. The Bears' quarterback situation might be the only one that's worse than the Jets. It's comparable. So you understand this, right? There is the idea of someone this good playing and wanting to play for the New York Jets is the most insane thing I can think of. And they didn't even give up that much. It was. We'll talk about it. It was a very fair deal. I think uh, they very didn't. Fair. They didn't lose anything that's going to like compromise helping him this year, which. It's kind of like chips on the table. This is our year. Maybe we get another year. I mean, we don't know what we're going to get for Rodgers, but, like, everything's on the table. Here's what we're going to do. And first off, I love the fucking set of testicles on Joe Douglas, and I just fucking love Joe Douglas. The things he's done over the last couple years to, like, improve this team and to change the culture. I love Robert Salah. 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 Yeah, Salah. Okay. Calm down, buddy. Calm down. Yeah, I can't can't enunciate anything. You're good. It's... God, this is fucking awesome. This is a win-win for us, Nick. You don't have you can root for him. This kind is of. the I can root for you him can now. you can root for him without being angry. So I like to I like to think of this situation like this, right? It's I not, always believed in him. I always liked him. Who needs their moms? No. Well, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I can root for him now in the way that I'm also rooting against the Packers because if Aaron Rodgers finds success on the Jets, oh which yeah, he might. It's going to be great seeing Jordan Love, the future 2045 New York Jet yep. uh, quarterback. That's too far in the future. 2038. 2038. It's 15 years. 14 okay. years. 20, 20, 2037. 2037, 2038. Yep. Jordan Love yep. have an incredible season. Yep. And the Green Bay Packers get three wins. I can't wait for it. I And Aaron Rodgers leads the Jets throughout the AFC gauntlet. I'm. He's going from a really weak... NFC the AFC, to a stacked the, AFC. The AFC East is ridiculous. That is the only thing. Yeah. like uh, Everyone's like, Jets playoffs guaranteed. It's like, well... I saw a meme on TikTok where they, it was like... They also have to play the AFC West this year, Nick. Right. And the <laughs> NFC East. Right. Right. And the NFC East is the only division in football where they actually like 
in the NFC anyway, where they have comparable quarterbacks. Like all throughout the, that, the yeah, four they're, teams. Uh, they're solid throughout. Yeah. Minus the commanders. You know, Sam Howell. Sam Howell. But, you know, uh, I just, I'm, I'm rooting for the Jets in the way that I will root against the Packers by having their former mm-hmm. quarterback find success. So that's where I'm coming from this. I'm just happy he's gone. The bad man's gone. Now gone. the only one I really have to worry about is Jared Goff, who had a good year last year. And uh, oh, I lied. They play the they play the NFC. No, they play the AFC West and NFC East. That was right. Okay. And was, then they play I was the, about to. Really, and then they play the Falcons. I was going to. Oh, that's their like seventeenth. I game. was going to interest them like yeah. very loudly. Call you yeah. a liar. No, but you're not. I'm you're not. not lying. You're not lying. Um, yeah, I know. I mean, the road games this year. Are Buffalo, Miami, New England, Denver, Las Vegas, Dallas, Giants, Browns. So they really play ten home games because they only have eight away games, and one of them's against the Giants. Yes. So that's favorable, and all of the really good teams that they have to play—the Eagles, the Chargers, the Chiefs—they're all at home. Yeah. So that part I like. Um, I don't think it's going to be as easy as people make it seem. The AFC is loaded. AFC is loaded. Like I said earlier, yeah. before you cut me off, that TikTok yeah. I saw. You remember that? Uh, um, clip from Avengers Endgame yeah. where Captain America is just like standing with a broken shield against yeah. like Thanos' entire army. Yeah. Captain America was the Patriots standing against the <laughs> entire <laughs> AFC East. Are, are the Packers the worst team in the NFC uh, North now? Uh, there's I think a, there's there, an argument there to be made there. There's an argument to be made there. Yeah. Definitely. They Based lo- on what they the lost. Bears have done and what they will continue they, to do. They lost their receiving core pretty mm-hmm. much. To the Jets. To the Jets. <laughs> um, they lost their Hall of Fame quarterback. To the Jets. Yeah. And even their defense got a little bit weaker. They didn't do anything in free agency that the other teams in their division did. You know, the the Lions are on the up and up through just an organizational oh, yeah, standpoint. They're, they're basically a playoff team. The last Vikings year. have like maybe a year or two left, depending on how Kirk Cousins has one year on his deal. If they can get all one PM games for um Kirk Cousins, oh, then wow. uh then they might, you know, win their division again. But Nick. the Bears just did a lot to offset what the Packers didn't. And right. they lost Aaron Rodgers, which is a big deal. Packers yeah. fans are delusional if they're saying, oh, they're going <laughs> to mimic the success they had with Jordan Love. Given, I mean, you have to think about it this way too, Jake. They had Brett Favre, Hall yeah. of Fame quarterback. He leaves, goes to the Jets. We're talking about two top ten quarterbacks of all time. Like, then it, the situations are very similar. Yeah. So maybe Jordan Love might actually you know, maybe have that same career. I, but I don't I think don't, anyone's that lucky. The the current management of the Packers is not doing the same Correct. for what Aaron Rodgers had at the beginning of his career. Same with Brett Favre at the end. Correct, which is why Rodgers wanted out in the first place. Which is why Rodgers was gone. Nick, it's quiz time. It's quiz time. When do you think the last time the Jets played on a Sunday night football game? 2015. Close. 2012. 2012. Which is, so it's been 11 years. 11 years. Since the Jets have played a Sunday night football game. Don't they have like six opportunities now? They're saying that there's a chance that they can have up up to six primetime. Which they they play a primetime game every year. Uh, there's an occasional Monday, but it's pretty much been like Thursday. Thir- like they played Thursday against the Jags last they get, year. They get the year before it was the same thing. It was a Thursday against the Jags. Yep. Um, it's. I'm 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 just the Jets are relevant for the first time in my adult life yep. since I was 14 years old when they made back to back AFC Championship games. Which, by the way, was the last time they made the playoffs, mm-hmm. as we've detailed extensively on this and podcast. And now you have Aaron Rodgers and not Mark Sanchez. Uh, yeah, that is a great point, Nick. Uh, 
The problem and is a, and a better defense. The pro and we won't be facing Brady or Manning or Roethlisberger, but, you, but we'll you be, facing be facing Mahomes and Mahomes, Burrow, Burrow and Allen, Allen. maybe, maybe Lamar, Lamar Jackson, somewhere. Right, Justin maybe. Herbert out there, Wes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's good. Yes, yeah. I mean, yes. You but don't like, and Justin Herbert. Has he won a playoff game? No. Okay. But what if, what is his team? What is his oh, coaching no. done? Listen. You can't, I'm not saying he's not good. I'm just saying like you said it. No, you said it. No, it's eh, as in like I would mm -hmm. take Aaron Rodgers over Justin Herbert. Well, yeah, that's like yes, but but the other three guys, it's like mm, I think I'd take them all over. Well, at this point, Josh Allen, I I would teeter on Aaron Rodgers with Josh Allen the way he's played the last couple years. Last the year. last couple games of last, last year. year. Last year. Yes, the last couple games of last year, Josh Allen. I think he'll be fine. I like Josh Allen, but yes, I, um, I'm I'm very excited about this. It's the it, it sucks that the AFC gets good like that. That it's like so talented like this because when you have a team like the Jets have, it should be like it's AFC Championship game or bust. And it's like, well, no, if they make the divisional round, like it's extremely successful and it's reasonable that they might not even get there. Right. I hope they do. Uh, but having to play Mahomes terrifies me. And having to play Burrow terrifies me, because those guys are the stone cold to, fucking killers. The Bears have to go to Arrowhead too. Um, yeah, so I mean, Aaron Rodgers cool. is a Jet. It's one of the best days of my life. I never thought I would see a day like I. You I never have a jersey. No, and I'm going to order one. I don't know if they're one. on sale yet or not. I mean, because I don't know if they've officially announced this is his number or not. Oh, um, yeah. There's merch everywhere. It's, probably going to be wearing number eight. Yes, his college number. Which, as soon as that's like announced and it's there, I'm online. I'm buying a green one. It's <laughs> mine. I have it. Like right. I will have that forever. Yeah. And I'm going to buy a couple shirts. Like I'm going all in. This is I. I'm. I mean, you know me. I live and die by the Jets as is. You have. You have like what two Zach Wilson jerseys? I have one. One. It's gray. It was like a. It was a, oh like a limited yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to burn it now but uh, well you're going all I have in, a sauce you're going all in on the Jets mm. and Aaron Rodgers yep. right now yep we're gonna go we're about to go all in on some other things the Sixers for, for the for the basis of time yes Aaron Rodgers is going to be Jets is going to be on the Jets for a while we have a while uh, to talk about him yeah correct and I had to get my talk, segment out we're gonna be t you had you you were, you got your segment out we're gonna be talking NFL at the end of the show with our mock draft. Um, but in the meantime, there's some quick things we have to touch on from last week's episode. So, for the basis of time, I'm cutting you off from Aaron Rodgers. You fucking bitch. I'm sorry. God but it's gotta happen. Like he cuts himself off from the light. Go ahead. Like he cuts himself off from his family. LOL. Ha ha ha. Families are overrated. Continue. We're gonna move on. Uh, NFL is coming up later. Yep. NBA playoffs and NHL playoffs have been happening. We yep. talked about it last week's episode. Um... First things first. First things first. Yeah. The Sixers are rolling. Let's go. They're, this, the, they're the only team to sweep their first round. Nick, when was the last time the 76ers swept a team? The first year with Embiid? Nope. No? Nope. When? 1991. No shit. It's been 32 years since the Sixers have swept a team. Wow. So that was their first sweep in forever. Literally our lifetime. Yeah. They're rolling. The Nets were solid, but I... The Nets led some of those games. So my main my main thing is a b-ball Paul fucking god. Yep. I love Paul Reed. I've loved Paul Reed. I saw some crazy stat. I I kind of did a deep dive on his. Tobias Twitter. Harris just kind of woke up. 
This is Tobias Harris sometimes. Right. But it's not all the time. It's not all the time. But this is this is his ceiling. Yeah. And his floor is what he's been doing, which is 12 and 8. <laughs> yeah. Which, as a fourth player, please, hit a couple threes, get 12, get 8, play solid defense on the wing. Yep. I'm fine with it. But he can do this sometimes. My problem is he doesn't do it against superior opponents. He's usually inferior opponents. But whatever. We needed it. somebody. He stepped up. He did it. Maxie's been unreal. Back to the... I, I got I, This is just a quick tidbit. Go ahead. I did Go a ahead. deep dive on Paul Reed's Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I found something that he retweeted, and it was like, these are the only three players in NBA history to average seven offensive rebounds, three steals, and three blocks per 100 possessions. Akeem Olajuwon, David Robinson, Paul Reed. (laughs) And someone pulled that stat, found it, put it out there, and he retweeted it. It was just like, I am B-ball Paul. And I was like, this is amazing. This is awesome. He had eight offensive rebounds, 15 rebounds, both career highs. It was... This was all without Joel Embiid. Without Joel Embiid, who has a sprained right knee. He played a little bit in the series, but mainly, I mean, Harden had his assists, right? But then you had Tyree... shooting. Tyrese Maxey picked it up. Anthony Melton. D'Anthony Melton. D'Anthony Melton picked it up in the shooting department. Whereas, you know, you kind of wish Harden would step up in that so, regard. But I didn't watch any of Game 3. I watched the entire fourth quarter of Game 4. I've been busy. You know, we work a lot. I he There's a couple floaters he takes where he gets by the guy, and then he tries to initiate contact and just, like, puts up this weird shot, and he doesn't get the foul, and he misses. Because they aren't calling the fouls they used to on him. No. And sometimes, I wish he would just take a normal fucking shot. Take a pull-up jump shot. You don't have to step back to 40 feet from three. Mm-hmm. Shoot a fucking layup. Like, he does it sometimes, but there's sometimes where he gets a little too extra and he doesn't shoot well. And it's like, ah. and maybe he, this is he, me being he, I mean, he has, he has the MVP, right? Yeah. Think about it like this. He has the MVP already. Three straight scoring, he scoring titles. He doesn't have to be that right now. Correct. Well, Embiid is right there. I agree, but we need him to shoot better. His shooting percentages are awful. Right, but he doesn't have to shoot the shots he does because he has Joel Embiid right there. He has an up-and-coming Tyrese Maxey right there that is on fire right now. I fucking love Tyrese Maxey. I like how quick he is. He's ridiculously fast. Yes. And he's just spunky is the best way I can describe uh-huh. it. Like he's always just like happy, His ready to sense go, of rolling. Humor. Have he, you have you seen like some clips on uh the Sixers no, social, he, social media? No, but his he's sense just, of humor is amazing. He's just always happy and he just loves to be out there and he can fucking score the basketball. Yep. And they all love I I fucking I love this team, Nick. I don't know I don't know if we talked about this last week. They're gonna have to play the Celtics. In the Which next round. scares me, but the I this team, the way it's constructed, minus James Harden, I fucking love. And even, I don't dislike James Harden. Right. He just scares me. He yeah. has a track record. Very inconsistent. He has a track record right of now. doing this in the playoffs. Uh-huh. I I just love this team and what they've done and how they've built it and you how know, they're playing. You know who I wish the Sixers still had? Hemi Butler. Hemi Butler. Yeah. Also, before we move on to Hemi Butler, Doc said that he thinks that Joel Embiid's only like 50% chance he's going to play, and that worries me. But and Doc also said you shouldn't beat your meat. <laughs> you shouldn't play with your meat. Oh, you shouldn't yeah. play with your meat. Right. That was after. But they were like, yeah, after game, game three. Four. I think was it after game I three. Or game game four. Three. Yeah, they were just like, what, did you let back in? You shouldn't be playing with your meat. You shouldn't be playing like, with your relax, meat. Relax, Doc. Just because your meat doesn't work anymore. I mean, <laughs> relax, Doc. But Jimmy Butler put his meat can, out there. Can you believe the Sixers picked Ben Simmons over Jimmy Butler? I know. It's the most fucking it, like I know. revisionist history. I, I know. hated it in the moment. And Jim, and Ben Simmons was sitting on the other bench, 
watching his former team kick the Nets' ass. And like series. he and he also had a quote where he was like, "I wish there was something I could do to help." It's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, go yeah, fucking play, go you piece of shit. Play basketball. I, I, it's <laughs> it's ridiculous to me because in the moment I was like, they can't let Jimmy go. They were a bad bounce away from potentially winning the fucking finals with that team. Yeah, and Jimmy Butler was at the epicenter of that. Not that Embiid wasn't unreal, but. He was the heartbeat of that team at that time. Embiid wasn't quite Embiid yet. Like no. Embiid that we're used to in the past two two yeah. seasons. Yeah. Uh, no. He was close. He was, I mean, he, was he was all NBA Embiid still. Yes. But Jimmy Butler was at his peak powers, I think. I mean, I don't know. He dropped 56 last night. I don't know. Can you imagine if the Sixers had, a, had a Jimmy Butler in the bubble? Yeah, that would have been great. That would. I've been thought great. about that, Nick. They got swept by the Celtics. Yeah. Instead, they're like, "We're gonna keep Instead. Ben Simmons and get Al Horford." <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ! Right. Um, Hemi Butler. I'm yeah, he's the Heat are up three one. The Giannis injury hurt big time. Yes. But the Heat have been playing well without Tyler Hero. Yes. So not the not the not, best to, really not that they're comparable, comparable but comparable like, injuries. It's right. not like I mean they're both missing key players. It's not I mean one's a top five player in the world and the other one's Tyler Hero. Yeah. No offense, Tyler Hero, no you're offense, great at basketball, Hero. but... A lot better than Jake and I here. Yeah, but. true. Uh, yeah, so he dropped 56 points. It's the fourth most ever in a playoff game. He was so... I forgot most, how fucking electric Miami is. Most points scored by a Heat player in the playoffs ever. ever. Yeah. It was the fourth highest in a playoff game ever. Yep. Behind, I think it was. I think it's Le- LeBron. MJ has Not, the sorry, most. Sorry, MJ. It's 63. MJ, Elgin and Baylor. Elgin Baylor is And then I there. think, like, Chuck... Yeah. It might be Chuck. Yeah. I don't I'm know. Look, I'm going to look this Someone up. at 57. Most points. Sorry, MJ. I did not mean NBA LeBron. I know it's you. Off game. He had 61, I know. Uh, okay, Michael Jordan had a 63. Was I right? Was it Chuck? Uh, oh, it was Michael Elgin, Jordan again. Elgin Baylor... In 1962. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Bubble Donovan Mitchell. Bubble Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, 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 that's right. Chuck also had 56. Jimmy Butler. Charles Barkley had 56. Uh, That's where I saw his name on the list. 94. So Michael Jordan also had 56. Same with Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. In 62. Dog. Damian Lillard. Oh, Damian Lillard had 55 last year. Or two years ago. Dame's a dog, too. Um, Yeah, no, it's... uh, There are a lot of Sixers on this list. Yeah. Allen Iverson's on here like three times. Obviously. He single-handedly brought them to a finals in 2001. John Havlicek's on here. Jesus. <laughs> Run it back. Same with Jerry um, West. Jerry West is on here twice. So, <laughs> Nick. Go ahead, Jake. The other thing... So the East playoffs are Celtics are cruising, Sixers are cruising, as anticipated. The other two series are not going the way we thought at all. The no. Knicks are throttling The Knicks are throttling the Cavs. After, after losing that first game. Julius Randle's been or, terrible. Right. And they're still, like... Josh well, Hart's Jalen been Brunson, awesome. Brunson. Brunson. Oh my god. Brunson's been amazing. Uh, Barrett's been solid a couple think, games. Do you think the Mavs miss Jalen Brunson? I now? think they do. Do you think Luka misses Jalen Brunson? I think, I think they did. I think, I think they missed him the whole time. Yep. All they had to do is, it's ridiculous that they didn't keep him. And even in revisionist history, we didn't think it was going to work out like this. But we knew that what they were doing was dumb and that they should have kept him. And, and so now the Knicks have won back to back games in the Mecca at home. They're up 3 1 on the Cavs, who we all thought were. Very superior team, and they haven't been. Can we just give a shout out to the uh, the the crew working at uh, MSG? Yeah, because that's nuts what they're doing. Same with uh, what Crypto Arena now. They, they, they had the, Lick, the Lakers and Clips played a home game in the same day. Yeah, like and then they still are, and then they still have to worry about the Kings too. Yeah. we're gonna talk about them later. Yeah, and but I MSG, love a good I love a good court slash ice time lapse. MSG, you know, yeah. they got the Knicks and the Rangers. Fucking Rangers, piece of shit. 
Rangers are. I fucking hate them. That's fine. They're kind. Of, I mean, their their series is tied up, but yeah. we'll get there. Jack um, Hughes. But yeah, the Knicks are throttling what looked like a good series to start, but no one can shoot in that series. No one no, can correct. shoot the basketball. So it's just been great defense all around. So here's the crazy thing, Nick. The the Heat and the Knicks are on a crash course to play in the division in the semifinals, which means that either the Miami Heat, the eight seed, or the New York Knicks will be playing in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yep. Is that not bonkers? I mean, we talked about how crazy these playoffs were going to be. That's cool. But we thought it is. It's really cool. But we thought it's that, cool for Stephen A. Smith. It is. It's cool for. I don't hate Knicks fans because I don't know the Knicks being good, and I also like a lot of the Knicks players. Right. I also like Tibbs. I like Tibbs. And my, I like my favorite. Tibbs. My favorite tidbit is all the Bulls fans being like, "It's a Tib- hu- you, it's a huge like, moment in Bulls history." Jimmy versus Tibbs. You like Tib Tib Tidbit Tib Tib bits. Tidbit, are you good? Like Tom. Are you Tibbet. having a stroke? Tidbits. Yeah. Tidbits. Uh-huh. Tidbits. Tom Tidbidow. Yeah, I know Tibbet. who he is. Are, are you okay? Tidbits. Yeah. Do you want to give me? Are you trying to give me facts about Tom Tidbidow? No. Like, oh. you, like you said, you're going to give some tidbits. Oh. Like, tidbits. Oh. I'm super smart, Nick. It's okay. We've gone over this. I thought you were just having a stroke. <laughs> no, I feel like I'm about to. I thought, now you, I thought see you developed your... Tourette's. Yeah, I thought the you developed Tourette's. The hamster wheel was turning there, Jake. Uh, yeah, the hamster wheel was. I, I saw thought you. I thought you had an earpiece, an earpiece <laughs> no. with a just in your ear, and I was very no. confused. I saw um, the smoke coming out of your ear. Well, yeah, it's because I'm, I'm a special boy. Um, <laughs> You're trying to make that work. <laughs> I forgot what I said. I understand what you were trying to say. I forgot why you were. Bringing this could it up. be a, a Sixers Knicks Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, God. I, I just I don't want to play Jimmy Butler in the Heat. He fucking terrifies me. <laughs> He's scary. He always does in the playoffs, and they still Jimmy have a really good roster. Yes, he fucking terrifies me. Right. I don't want to do it. Did you see like they were asking him about like MVP? He's like, Nah, that's Joel Embiid. And I was just like, These. Guys. It makes me so sad because they fucking love each other, and then Ben Simmons like, Hey guys, Ben Simmons, was and they were like, like hey. Fuck this guy, Fuck and this. he just ruined everything. Uh-huh. And I will never forget 2019, but I, I, I'm excited for the Celtics series that's upcoming. I'm excited for the rest of these playoffs. There's no way the Hawks can come back in that. No, series, they're right? they're useless. No. Yeah. I mean, if they do, I, the Hawks terrify me too. It's just like PTSD. Well, they wouldn't play the Hawks. It's, the Sixers yeah. would. They don't recede in the NBA. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, I would just yeah. have like a twitching moment from 2021 and be like, D- please dunk, please dunk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the West. The West is, is kind of crazy, bonkers. but not really. It is, but It's it just isn't. one series, pretty right. much. The, the Nuggets are doing what we thought they would do. Um, you know what? No what? one has played for the Clippers, so the Suns are just running through the Clippers. I mean, the Timberwolves. They won a game. They won a game. Yep. So they're, I mean, they're down 3 1, the Timberwolves. Against the. The, nuggets. The Nuggets. Yeah. So, like, that's one of the series of all time. It is a series, correct. Uh, who The the Lakers are the Lakers are rolling. the Grizzlies. Fuck Dylan, you, Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks, all-time <laughs> dumb-dumb. Like, all-time <laughs> oh all idiot. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Hold on, hold on. Here's my Dylan Brooks impression. Uh, no, he's kind of dumb. <laughs> he's kind of he's, he's, like, hot old and, like, I'm not, so therefore... <laughs> I'm going to beat him, you know, bro? I'm ready for him. I, I don't understand. And then all of a sudden... If he doesn't put 40 on me, I don't respect <laughs> him. It's like LeBron little... has dropped 40 on everyone you've ever met. This is LeBron James. He's been in the playoffs longer than, than Dylan Brooks has been able to hold a basketball. I think he's been in the playoffs as long as I've been alive. Pretty fucking close, at least. Jeez. Did you see? There's a Lakers. There's a, there's this is a, his 20, what? 20, it's his 20. It's your 20. 20. Yeah, so it's his, so. Like, it's his like 18th or 19th playoffs. Uh-huh. There's, there's a... Uh, Oh, no, not 18 or 19. He missed the last couple years. Well, but it's like 16, 16, 16, yeah. Still. A ridiculous amount. Right. His his playoff record could drive a car in any state. Playoff appearances. 
Anyways, there was a there was like this uh, graphic that they put up, and it was like comparing Dylan Brooks and LeBron James. It was like total career points five thousand, and it was, then it was like All Stars, championships, MVPs, yeah. All NBAs, all, and it was like listen all the stuff is like zero 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 zero. It was like LeBron James forty thousand points, all time scoring five MV, five MVPs, five MVPs, four championships, four Finals MVPs, eighteen. 19 All-Star all appearances, appearances, 18 All-NBA appearances. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was just... It was like, this was completely unnecessary. Every time the Lakers did anything, and specifically LeBron, but more like, more yeah. than him, anytime yeah. the Lakers did something good, I love how TNT and ESPN would just, like, find John Morant or yeah. find Dylan Brooks sitting and on the bench and be like, the, the thing is... I don't want to be here anymore. First off, Dylan Brooks, you can't touch him another man's cock either. This is just... Listen, Not without asking. The ba- the basketball is big enough for yeah. two balls. You don't yeah. have to punch LeBron. You don't need a couple more. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> right. Drip wrong ball. Wrong ball to dribble. And it's so there's a couple like angles to this. Uh, Draymond got suspended for hit, for stepping on someone due to what happened to him in the past. Dylan Brooks is like, here's a cock shot, and they're like, well, you don't need to be suspended. I think it's actually better for the ratings if he plays. If he plays. Which I understand. Yeah. And it's almost better for the Warriors ratings if Draymond doesn't play. Because people but, don't like Draymond. Correct. And people don't like the Warriors this year. D- which I get. Like, I get it. Because the Warriors are kind of acting, like, holier than thou. I think... Even I think, though, do you want to talk about uh, Steph's almost Weber moment real quick? Yeah. Yeah, so so that's top. So that I think as we get in there, the part of the reason is the um, the people people like the Kings. People like De'Aaron Fox. They know how clutch he is. They love Sabonis. They just love the Kings. People want to like that mean. Correct, and I think that the it's just unfortunate for the Warriors that that's the team they got stuck up against. Now, the Steph Steph had a nice uh, a Chris Webber moment. We'll call it. So with about two and a half minutes left, Steve Kerr challenged. I, I don't remember what it was. He had a challenge. He lost it. Therefore, the Warriors lost their final timeout. So Steph, the Warriors are up five, and Steph is dribbling up the court. He's he's in there. Ha- this was game four, right? Game four, yeah. They're yeah. up one twenty six to one twenty one. Down two one in the series. Yeah. Yes, down two yeah. one in the series. Yep. Yeah. Uh, at home. At home. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So he's dribbling up the court. There's about forty five seconds left, and he he gets double teamed into a corner. He, he turns around, and calls a timeout. They don't have a timeout. For those of you that don't know what happens when you call a timeout when you don't have the ball, or when you don't have a timeout, excuse me, the other team gets a ball, gets a technical free throw, and then gets to keep the ball. So Malik Monks hits the free throw. Deer and Fox, within, I don't know, 10 seconds, drains like a 35-foot three. Just wet. Up by one. The Warriors went from up by five with complete control. The ball, full shot clock. Did you see up Steve Kerr's reaction? Yeah, he was like, no, we don't have... He, he was like, freaking he out. He, like, squatted down to the ground in anger. Yeah, So, but then like after yelling, the game, what I ground. loved is that he defended him. Draymond, no one was like, this is Steph's fault. Steve was like, I, I should have, like, reiterated it more that we didn't have a timeout. And, right. and Steph was like, I knew we lost the challenge, but I thought we had a timeout. And Draymond was like, I'm supposed to trail him. I didn't trail him. I left him there. My bad. But, so then, Steph, so there's about 27 seconds left when the shot goes in from De'Aaron Fox. Steph goes down and takes, like, a floater with, like, 12 seconds left. Doesn't make it. The Kings are down by one, have the ball, in a position to go up 3-1. Harrison Barnes, former Warrior, won a championship with them in 2015. Wide open shot. He he goes to Sacramento. He chooses Sacramento. He's there. He's dealt through all the shit times. He's been there. He's ready for this. Clanks the three. It, it, it's in Golden State. This is, like, a, a storybook. Like, if this happens, the Kings are going to do some shit. Doesn't happen. It's 2-2 Warriors. Deer and Fox fractured his shooting index finger, which I don't know when he did that because he drained the fucking three. He, he might be the most clutch player in the NBA this season. 
And the Warriors actually talked about that after the game, that they're like, we know how clutch he is. Indirectly, they're like, mm, we're just going to let Harrison Barton shoot. Mm-hmm. So the Warriors dodged a bullet. This will be a blip in Curry's career. I think even if it's monumental and it happens, he's already won four championships. He, he has nothing to prove. Nope. But... I mean, yeah, it's, it was a crazy. This series, that series has been insane. That series, it's going to go down to the wire. Yeah. Um, but that's really the only thing in the West that's it's it's going to be it's going to be Nuggets Suns, which is going to be an incredible series. Yeah. I mean, and shout then, out, whoever shout the out, Lakers play out of that series is also going to be. Incredible. Shout out Russell Westbrook, yeah. real quick, um, because we're going to start wrapping up NBA coverage and move on to the NHL because we still have our mock draft to get through. Um, Russell, let's cook is what I'm. Russell call Nick. has been turning back the clock. On a JV team. Yeah. Where's Kawhi Leonard after game one? I don't know. He's injured. Well, yeah, but, like, still. like It's where he belongs. It's where he always is. Yeah, right. I don't know. I don't know. It's, he, it's the fucking playoffs. His play sister through. just got arrested with murder, Nick. She got convicted with murder. As the same time as Nick Castellanos hit a home run. Oh. Yeah. I, I don't know when I'll be back here because I'll be in prison. And there's a deep drive to left field. So yeah, what everyone brings Cassianos back in. Well, everything. because it's just so no, t- it's, it's it's insane. How I'm not mad at you doing it. it. It's just like hilarious that someone is like. Mm, well, because it happened. They, all the reports came out about Kawhi Leonard's sister, and then all of a sudden, it like <laughs> Nick Castellanos, it's a home run. No, I know it's just, it's just like it's just funny that it's so odd how that always happens. Yeah. But um, yeah, shout out to you, Russell Westbrook, um, for. Keeping the Clippers in it, Correct. even for a little while, but it's going to be the Suns versus the... It'll be the Nuggets. The Nuggets? This is a four seed, yeah. yeah. And that'll be Lakers and the winner of Warriors Lakers Kings. Lakers and winners of Warriors Which, Kings. Those Which series are going to be awesome. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's like LeBron. It's just like Lakers-Warriors. Like Lakers-Kings, Game 7, going to the Western Conference Finals. LeBron, for the final shot of that series, hits the same one that he hit for his first, first basket in Sacramento. Yeah. yeah, it's also just like the Kings... Their last time they were like in the playoffs and relevant, like the Lakers just ruined them. Yeah. So and broke their back. Like it's it's just like history repeating itself. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, the NBA playoffs are great. Uh I'm very excited to see what continues. We'll see what happens in the NBA. I mean, there's been some injuries too with Fox and MB, yep. but um there's still more games to play there. Correct. Uh so just uh we'll do a quick a quick hockey minute, Nick. And a quick hockey minute it will be, Jake. Uh playoff hockey still fucking rules. Awesome. There's been lots of overtimes recently. It's all been awesome. The Leaves are low-key back. They're up 3-1. They could blow it, but like they've been better than Tampa Bay the whole series. Somehow Tampa Bay blew that game last night. Yeah. I, Bruins-Leaves would be a great series. Uh-huh. The, the Islanders fucking suck. Yeah. They're they are awful. LOL. They're so bad. But they're going to win the Stanley Cup. We already talked about this. The Islanders? Yep. We yeah. We already talked about it earlier. Yeah. Okay. Rangers-Devils has been as advertised. The West has been pure chaos. I just don't know how teams can't win in their home stadiums. It's like Welcome, on, playoff hockey's nuts in both sides of the country. Yeah, in the East and West, teams are having trouble winning in their own stadium. Like the it's not easy. Like the Lightning just blew a game last night. Same with the Rangers. Big that like what happened to Lightning is usually what happens to the Leafs. Yeah, and the Leafs did it to the Lightning. Yeah, it was impressive. Yeah, the um, the Knights look great. Golden Knights could go really far. Yeah. Um, that's it. We're not huge puckheads, but like I've seen, I've been watching the goals. I've been. It's it's fucking. It's electric. Playoff hockey's electric. Playoff hockey is electric. Yeah. Uh, Unless your team can't score and gets blown out like the Islanders. The hits game. sound a little bit harder. Yep. Uh, the pucks fly a little bit faster. Oh, quick Islanders minute. Did you see them? Did you see how the? the Do we have to? It was only gonna take two seconds. I know. I'm just kidding. 
Go ahead. Fuck you. <laughs> they scored like four goals in like two minutes in game three, and I was like, maybe they're back, and then they got toasted in game four. But during that game three rally, they did you see that they hit a Canes player into their own bench? Yes. And then he stood up and just fucking sucker punched a guy? Uh-huh. Yeah, that was hilarious. Playoff hockey. Playoff hockey. Yeah. Fucking love it. Yeah. Um, there's more of that, too, yeah. but we do have to run through this, because yeah. the NFL draft is Thursday, Jake. This episode is going to be coming to you guys a day later on Wednesday. We apologize for that. But a day before the draft, um, yes, and it's the it's the best time of the year. I fucking love the NFL I draft. Love I love the NFL. NFL is king. I love king the NFL king. draft. Yeah, and there's a lot of storylines. Our teams are very involved in the draft this year. Which oh, Aaron Rodgers. Very fun. So what I loved is that the Jets kept the 15th pick. The Jets, oh, the Jets kept, kept their first, first round, round pick this year. They essentially gave up the pick they got for Elijah Moore. Uh-huh. A second next year, and if Rodgers plays 65% of snaps, the first next year. But pertaining to this draft, they basically gave up Elijah Moore and slid back two spots in the second round, in the first round, and it got Aaron Rodgers. And they also gave up a fifth and got a sixth. There's a few little things. Right. But I like that they kept the pick, and I like that they still have a very valuable second. And I'm very excited for this draft. I think there's a lot of things. We'll dive into it, Nick. I know we've, as always, I, I tend to ramble. We tend to get into things, lose track of time. The conversation comes so naturally. I think that um, the top of this draft is going to be very interesting. I think as as chalk as chalk can be, I think the Panthers will take Bryce Young. I really don't think there's much, much to debate about that. I don't think his size matters. We saw Kyler Murray get drafted there. I don't think. Oh wait! Speaking of the draft, can we? Can I tell the? Did you hear the the Nick Bosa Cardinals story? No. Did you hear the Steve Kime? Go ahead with this because I want to look up a stat. Okay. So, uh, what year would that have been? Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen was Nick Bosa. Okay, so he's he's out to dinner with Steve Kime, who's a general manager at the time in Cliff Kingsbury. They're out in the town. They're talking. As this is a story, I believe he's telling it to Colin Coward. Um, as they're as they're walking out. Um, Kime says that Bosa grabs both of the. He basically is like, there, what, what, what isn't there to love about Nick Bosa? There's nothing not to love about him. We did love him. He was the best. Uh-huh. So there's he cut. He, they come out of dinner, right? It's just the three of them, and he kind of gets both of them in a headlock. Bosa does, and he's like, so word on the street is you're gonna take the little guy, the quarterback. Those, those are his words. Yeah. He's like, if you do that, I will haunt you for the rest of your career, and just like kind of like. Gave him a pat on the back, and that was it. And they were both like, uh, okay. And then they were still dumb enough to take Kyler Murray and not take Nick Bosa. <laughs> but, like, this is from the mouth of the Cardinals GM at that time, and it's just a it's a, it's a gangster story, really, what it is. But it's just like a how, – how can you have someone who you know is that good look you in the face and just be like – I just love the draft stories that come out of it. I love – the NFL draft in general. I love the stories, the tidbits, the tidbits, the tidbits. Um, so what we did, Nick, is we we put together a mock draft, kind of not too quickly, but like right. So we went through on our more than likely similar notions on what we think probably could happen. We used PFF, so there's no trades, but we did write down a couple of trade spots that I'm going to talk about as we go through. Yeah, we kind of just want to see, like, as it lays, because, I mean, 
the trades get really complicated and we're going to talk about what we think could happen, but rather than trying to hash out the details and make it work as we would with these mock trades. As we did with the we first were, one. We, right, right. We figured it would be easier to just talk about it. Yep. Talk um, about where things are going and who's going where and our, stuff like that. As you guys know, our brains get kind of all over the place. By ours, I mean mostly mine. Mostly yours, yeah. but I deal with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I have to deal with it, so do you all. So I think dealing with it is the nicest way anyone's put it. You're welcome. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think I think the Panthers at one, it's, it's, it's Bryce Young. The Panthers There's, have to go with Bryce Young at first. I don't because think, we have to bring into consideration that the test scores, the S two, the S two test, the S two uh, cognitive, cognitive test. Yeah, um, Bryce Young scored in what a 98, 98 out of one hundred. CJ Stroud scored an eighteen Which, allegedly. Yeah, the guy, the 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 guy who administered the test, or is the like guy a, who created the test, came out and said like. By the way, two of those scores were really fake. So what happened was it was, you know, Bryce runs Bryce Young's the highest, ninety eight percent. Will Levis is at ninety three. Anthony Richardson was at seventy nine. Which the 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 like baseline is eighty percent. For uh, did he specify if that's only for quarterbacks or is that like yeah this is a yeah this right. is like a so like, it's, it's similar to Wonderlick but this is like a like a quick decision making like yep. it's supposed to be, eighty is the benchmark. It's if supposed you're above to, eighty, you're fine. If it's supposed to 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 judge like your ability to like. Think on your toes and your reactions and that type of... Th- this is the stuff that the quarterbacks need. Right. So then there's all these things for the past week. It's like Stroud got 18%, which is like He abysmal. scored the 18th percentile on this, whereas like Young, 98, CJ uh, Stroud, 18, Will uh, Levis, 93. Hendon Hooker was 46. Hendon Hooker, 46. The cr- uh, Anthony Richardson, 79, 74. Yeah, 79. He was right on the cusp. The 80 is like the yeah. passable. So if you're above 80, if you're around 80 or above, you're fine. If you're low, if you get lower, that shoots up red flags. And yep. CJ Stroud an 18. So I think it's it, it's fair for the Panthers to go. with Correct. That. I also think Bryce Young's a better prospect, and I think that is a I agree consensus among most teams at this point. I mean, if you watch him in his pro day, if you watched anything he's done, his size doesn't matter. And I also think that there's size doesn't matter. It's about the motion of the, <laughs> motion, the spirals. Motion of the 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 keep pound keep pounding motions. Yeah, it's as long as you keep pounding, the size of the quarterback does not matter. Shout out to you, Bryce Young. You as long as you know how to as long as you know how to sling the balls, it doesn't matter. If you're slinging balls and uh, calling, it's about the sound the ball makes calls. when it hits the hand, Nick. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. But um, so I think that'll play a role. But I also just think that he's different. He his, he's, his he's better than these guys. Yes, yes. Not that we have seen from Stroud. Yeah, no. But decision making alone is far superior Correct. than all the other quarterback prospects. Yeah, I think the dot, the stars are just aligning there. Yeah. Um, so there is rumors at two that the Texans could trade back. That there's a lot of things that the Texans could do with this. Right. Um, even if it's just to four to you know the the late single digits somewhere in that range, but. If they don't, in this scenario, we had them taking Stroud because yeah. I still think Stroud yes. is the next best quarterback prospect, and he's the the best pocket passer right now. This trade possibility, mm-hmm. by the way, just putting this out there, yep. the Colts could easily trade with their divisional. Very rival possible, yes. From four to two, and take Will Levis. I think it's, and I think that's a win-win for both of them. The Colts, I, I think it's very likely. If, if the Colts trade up to take a quarterback, it'll be Will Levis. They're mm-hmm. not going to take C.J. Stroud at two. Right. I don't. I don't think the Texans will either. So yeah. So here's my thing, right? Is the the Texans have now missed out on Bryce Young might have been their guy. They have D'Amico Ryan's come in. It's kind of a fresh start. He's a defensive guy. They probably aren't necessarily extremely worried about what they're going to do with the quarterback. Davis Mills is serviceable, I'd say. He's still like he's not yes. awful. He's, he's serviceable. Not awful. I, I think 
Okay. Next year's next year's class, Jake. That's what the I was Texans yep. aren't going to fix this in a year. Right. Next year's quarterback draft class, Caleb Williams. Correct. Um, Drake May. Drake May. Bo Nix. I know, but you got. It's, it's just like funny to think about. You got to put how him awful there. he was at Auburn. Yeah, but he, yeah. he turned no, it around. Correct. Oregon, correct. So. No, it's just a. It's still it's funny for me it's to think funny. about. Yeah, he's been in college football for like. Also, eight. his name is just like Bo Nix. That's it with an X. N I X. Yeah, N I X. Bo Nix. It sounds right. like a like a a medicine you'd give to your elderly grandmother. So because of the immense immensely greater talent all around in the quarterback pool next year. Yeah. The Texans we agreed on would pass up a quarterback Correct, yeah. for a generational defensive player in, right. in, Will, in Will Anderson. Will Anderson, right. So we had him taking Stroud, but in the trade-back scenario, I very much think that the Colts would go up and get their guy, which right. was probably Levis, but it could be Stroud. We don't know. Right. And then I think that the Card- in that scenario, the Cardinals could trade back from three. But and, as, and at four, the right. Texans could take Will Anderson, and then they have two first-round picks next year, and they take one. For, it's, it's like a... It's like a you're playing chess, they're playing checkers type shit. But as we sit here now, yeah. as we ran through this, we're just still going to have them pick C.J. Stroud at number two, just for simplicity's sake, because like you said, we can't do it, trades. So on I the, think on the, I think that's the key, is if they trade back, they take a defense alignment. If they stay at two, I think it's because they like a quarterback. They like a quarterback. It could be Will Levis, it, but C.J. Stroud has yeah, been, we don't know. I mean, been number two. As he, we, had a, he had a great end of his season. Mm-hmm. He had a great combine and a pro day. Right. But... That the test score does matter to these GMs. And as we talked about before this, too, Casario has been a little... Uh, Unorthodox. Right, correct. He hasn't... That's, I don't want. I was going to say something else. It's a good word. Yep. Um, where he hasn't taken the guys that, like, uh, necessarily were definitely... Uh, consider, that, like, I can't think of the word right now. I don't know why my brain is blanking for a long time. I don't know. Um, I can't... Okay. Anyways... He doesn't always take the guy that everyone Nick thinks Asario, they're going to take. Yeah. Right, he's he's a wild card. Correct. He doesn't he doesn't do what people might think he does, yep. and we could see that play it on draft right. day. But we're going to move on, Jake, yep. with the Cardinals at three. This is a definite trade spot. Yep. Um, we're still going to have them pick Will Anderson here, um, but just for the sake of things, this is just quick and to keep our pace up. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals trade down from three is a probable. Um, we could see the Titans trading up from Correct. 11, the Vikings all the way down in the 20s to trade up here for a quarterback. Yep. Um, if if a quarterback goes here, I could see Will Levis or even Anthony Richardson, depending on the team. Yeah, I think it's pretty it's pretty much like uh, if a dream if a team trades up to three, it's yeah. going to be for a quarterback. Correct. That's that's and if not, the te- the Cardinals take the best def- available defensive player and they get a generational player. I think the Colts one way or the other take a quarterback. In this Absolutely. case, it's Will Levis at four. Yep. I think Tyree Wilson makes the most sense. Will Levis is their guy, no yes. matter where. You think are. so? I think so. I I, I, I really think so. Um, but like that tracks. Who's their Who's their coach now? The, it's Steichen. Steichen. Steichen, the offensive coordinator from, from the Eagles. Right. Yeah. I definitely think because Gannon, the defensive coordinator, this is the Cardinals. Yep. I just get them confused in which was O and which was D. Yep. Um, um, Tyree Wilson to the Seahawks. I think that makes the most too much sense for the for the fit and his athleticism yep. and and the questions about Jalen Carter. Right. Um, yep. But who, speaking of Jalen Carter, yep. I don't see him leaving single digits. Ten, or ten, 10 max. Ten max. I mean, he's not. He didn't meet with anyone outside of the top ten. No. Drew Rosenhaus is an age. His agent. He knows better. He will be. I, I'm going to guess he's in six to ten range. And I wouldn't be shocked if the Seahawks took him, but I think Wilson just makes I more sense. I think Detroit right now. couldn't pass up having a, a Hutchinson and Jalen Carter, so they draft him here at six. Correct. I also think Detroit could go with one of the corners here. Yes, but I, I, I think Jalen Carter is so talented, and Dan can't. They did the same thing with Panay Sewell. Yeah. Or yeah, they took Panay Sewell. Yeah, yeah. Sewell. Sorry. Yeah. 
I mean, it's just that's what the Lions have done. They take the best available player. They don't. Rush. They take the generational the generational guy. Yeah, they do it. Right. They didn't reach for quarterback. They took Hutchinson. They t- they're taking the best players. Yep. Um, Devon. Uh, we have Devon Witherspoon speaking of the corners going to the Raiders at seven. Right. This is a spot for Anthony Richardson if if Davis feels like he could pay two quarterbacks. Right. And. The, which is what we talked about beforehand. I'm not right. sure Al Davis is willing or, to or has or, the pockets to or do Or in the, in the other scenario yeah. where the Colts trade up to two and C.J. Stroud will still be on the board, Correct. I could see C.J. Stroud going to the Raiders here at seven, if that happens. but I, They could still take Richardson, too. Yeah. But I, I can definitely see Mark Davis being like, we have Jimmy, we don't need to pay another guy. Because right. that'll be... Or they're, be more than, di- they're more than willing going to... They're, they'll be more than willing to pay C.J. Stroud... I think more than, Anthony more than Anthony Richardson. I think that's a solid chance. So yes. with our with our mock draft here, Devon Witherspoon goes yep. to the Raiders at seven, followed by Peter Skaronski to the Falcons at eight. I think this that, is a wild card. Yep, um, they could take literally anyone. We we talked briefly about them taking Bijan. I don't know if they'll reach for a running back that hasn't really been their style recently. Right. Uh, um, running back hasn't gone that high since no. um, since Saquon in twenty eighteen. So. Right. Yeah. You know, that's just not a trend that we see no. ever since the late. Now, Bijan would be worth it if you asked Bijan me. Bijan is. I just worth don't it. see. I, I don't. I just don't see. I think the Falcons have other needs. Offensive line, Skaronski specifically. I could see him go corner. I, I think there's a couple. Uh, I think they could go, maybe even receiver. Or, Shit. They uh, might even take Richardson. They might even. They might. Yeah. They no. Might. There's a there's a chance of that as well. Correct. Yep. Um. At nine, we have the Bears taking Paris Johnson, which I'll let you take the The, lead on this one. The Bears are taking their Bears should take tackle here. I don't care about JSN; he's a great player, but I think he's still a little too overhyped right now. And having DJ Moore helps them. Having DJ Moore helps in that department right now, and they take tackle. However, they really love Darnell Wright. It's just they don't. You shouldn't take Darnell Wright here at nine. So right, it's is, a little high. This is another possible trade location where the Bears trade down from nine. Yeah. Looking at like the Steelers spot, like number seventeen, somewhere in that range, sixteen, fifteen, like sixteen, seventeen. If Richardson's here. still here, the Commanders, the 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 Patriots, the type, someone moving up, a someone little bit. move yeah. up from from. But we didn't do any trades here, so Paris Johnson, um, Paris Johnson goes to the Bears here and. Finishing out our top ten, the Eagles. With B. John Robinson. With B. John Robinson. Which I think that's just kind of a luxury pick. He's the best player. He's At that point, he's the best player left. Yep. And it's also just the Eagles have talent everywhere, and they don't have one specific need that they have to fill at ten. And I think that he would give them – I think B. John Robinson could be a top five running back next year regardless. I think it just gives them a luxury that not other teams would have. And and with them having the 30th pick, which we'll, which we'll get to, right. gives them even more flexibility later. As you as you started, Jake, yep. the the Eagles have two first round picks. Yep, they like to trade a lot. Yep. However, we feel like as we're going to get there, the thirtieth pick is probably going to get traded up. They're going to trade up for someone rather than trading down from this ten spot, just because there are still a lot of good players available here that the Eagles can find value in. Value I think Bijan B. Robinson forced one hundred and four missed tackles last year, which he's the first player in the PFF era, which started in two thousand six. Yeah, aka he's the most elusive college running back in the last almost 20 seasons and that's saying something he's six foot 220 here in a four three six he was untouchable on teams that were not that good and it's just it's uh, i think he's too talented to fall any further than like 15 16 7 some he's gonna be in the top 20 and i definitely could see the eagles are really the only team i would see like reaching for him reaching for and him. taking him too early but it's like quote unquote reach 
Yeah, it's you know, quote unquote. It's, they, it's the other players that are high value here. Mm-hmm. The Eagles don't really have a necessary need. They don't for. have any dead set needs other than maybe off ball linebacker. Right. But there, there's none that are worthy of taking. Not at ten. Maybe even the first round. And if Bijan Robinson is there, I was telling Jake before, yeah. um, before we started recording, I could totally see more running backs going in the first round. Than wide receivers, our mock draft isn't going to replicate that. No, but I could totally see like Bijan Robinson and Jameer Gibbs, and maybe Jordan Addison being the only wide receiver being taken. Yeah, I can I can see a world where it's like JSN and and uh, and Jordan Addison. I can see it being like two for two, and maybe there's a third running back that sneaks in with the Chiefs at 31. I don't think they'll the Chiefs necessarily, but no. that someone takes a running back at the end or whatever. The I have I have a surprise yeah. trade for the okay. the Chiefs down there when okay. we get to them. Um. So at 11, we have the the Titans taking Anthony Richardson, which we think there's a good chance they could trade up to three and take him anyways. Yep. Or wherever at that point. Maybe they trade up seven, eight if he starts falling. But we could we definitely could see them trading up, and I think there's a good possibility it is Anthony Richardson. The Malik, Malik Willis did not look good last he year. He did not look good last year, and what we have to keep in mind is that Derrick Henry might get shopped. Mm-hmm. And that might be that might be a trade day. Like we think about the DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. Or the other sort of similar players who are in vain, who are trying to get out of their situations. Derrick Henry might be a draft day trade. Correct. Where we could see, like, going up. The Eagles. With the Eagles. Or um, or even the Cardinals, maybe, trying to. That would be crazy. That would be nuts. I don't think he'd sign off on that, but that would be funny. I don't think so, no. but that would definitely be a piece that they would offer to move up that high. Oh, for sure. Um, but, yeah, the Titans... You could totally see them trading up Correct. from this spot. Yep. But as of right now, they take Richardson here at 11. Um, then we have the Texans taking Christian Gonzalez. Now, we, we, we went over... We debated this pick. We debated Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, really, that was pretty much... It was between those two for the most part. I think the Texans two. could use the receiver. But like we said, Casario is a little... Unorthodox. Unorthodox. And I think that like with D'Amico Ryans being there and the defense that he's going to have... And in, in, our, in, our, in this mock... Uh, we had them taking CJ, obviously. So we talked about this where we think they'll go one and one. They'll take a high, uh, high quality offensive and defensive player. So in this scenario, that's the best defensive player left that they could really use. They could, maybe Nolan Smith, but right, maybe we maybe talked about Nolan that too. Smith, but maybe we, Lucas Van Ness. Van Ness, correct. Um, but I, I persuaded Jake into going corner here because they they got Derek Stingley Jr. last year, and if they pair him with Christian Gonzalez as we have him here, yep. That's a great one-two punch in the Texans secondary that they can build around. That's Correct. that's all the Texans need and to he, do right he might now be the best player is take the best player available, yep. which I think Christian Gonzalez is better than JSN Correct. right now. Right. Uh, so at 13, we have the Packers taking JSN, uh, mostly for the laughs, just the idea for the of the, the Packers being like, goodbye, Aaron, here's a top-tier wide receiver. Right. Most people's wide receiver number one in this draft class. The comedic value of getting Jordan one or Getting Jordan Love, a but wide also they need one. I mean, they do. They, they do need, need one. one. They need one, like more than ever. Yes, because just because they didn't take a wide receiver in the first round didn't mean that Aaron Rodgers didn't have Jordy Nelson and Devontae Adams for fifteen years. Correct. Correct. They, this is at the point where the Packers—they've lost all these guys. They need this. They they have a lot of rebuilding to do, which um, I don't think people are are actually talking about. Correct. Um, but they, we have them in the comedic value taking JSN here because it actually fits. It, it makes sense, yeah. It makes sense if he's still on the board. At 14, we have the Patriots taking Nolan Smith. I also think this could be Lucas Van Ness. I think this if, could be a trade spot. I, also sure. that, too. Trading I, down, I could see Bill Belichick do. And I can also just see them taking the best edge rusher, edge rusher here. 
It's very. I mean, there's a couple blue chip edge rushers at this point, and I, I could see Bill just taking the best one. We went with Noel Smith just based on uh, these Georgia guys, the pedigrees they have, and yes. like, the connection they have to NFL players. Van Ness could easily go here. Yep, um, correct. But it's, I feel like it's going to be a first round defensive pick for the yep. Patriots here. Uh, we have the Jets taking Broderick Jones. The Jets are going to go tackle. Yes. I don't see a world where they don't go tackle. Um, I just think that I've seen Broderick Jones a lot, even when they were at 13. He's the best one available. I think he will be. I think Skaronsky and Johnson will be gone before the Jets are up. And I think that Jones will be the best option. I think it'll work out well for the Jets. Mm-hmm. We have the Commanders taking. Excuse me. Holy shit. Uh, we have the Commanders taking Joey Porter Jr. Corner. I think they could go. I think they sn- I think they sneak in and take the the corner that uh, the, the Steelers, Steelers want. The Steelers really want. Mm-hmm. They take a cornerback because he's the best one left available Correct. from the other two that were already picked. Yep. And the Commanders just need everything. They, really. they they're they're gonna be they're gonna have a new owner coming in probably. Well, yeah, Ron's not gonna want to keep rebuilding. Right. I, it's not official, but like they will have a it's, new owner. It's by, going to yeah, be. It's gonna happen. Them. Yes. Um. So. I, I think they'll just take whoever's going to help them the most, and I think Joey Porter Jr. will do that on that defense. Yep. Um, they have enough offensive weapons, I believe. Maybe they take Kincaid or something, but I think Joey Porter makes the most sense. Uh, with the Steelers taking Darnell Wright, who I think will land somewhere in this 15 to 20 range yep. as the fourth tackle off the board. Um, you said the Bears were high on him. We, we the just Bears got, are really high uh, on this him. Is, the, the Steelers' offensive line is atrocious. Dog shit. Yeah. Yes. They need to tackle Wright's a beast. Uh, with the Lions taking Dalton Kincaid, now – we discussed that maybe if they don't take Jalen Carter and they go corner, they could take an edge rusher like Van Ness yes. here. Yes, if they take corner with that number six, which could happen to Witherspoon yep. because they just lost um, uh, Akuda Akuda to the Falcons. Yeah, he was like their third corner, but yes, right. So and they signed, but they signed. It's a it's a player to fill. Jay. Oh, correct. Yeah, right. So it, if they take corner at six, but yeah, they just spent money on the DBs in the off season, so that's kind of what we talked about. They go edge here, it's, but. Dalton Kincaid helps them immensely. Yeah, they don't have any weapons on offense after. Uh, I'm sorry, at tight end. At tight end, rephrase that because they have <laughs> they smart. have DeAndre Swift and David Montgomery, and they have three solid receivers once Williams gets back from a suspension, which we didn't talk about. Which we but, didn't talk about, but, but that'll be coming. Yep. Yeah. Um, then moving on at 19, we have the Bucks taking Lucas Van Ness. That's just kind of like a the Bucks are in the middle ground where they're. They have needs, but at that point, there's nothing that's like pressing. I can see them taking Osiris Torrance, who goes to the Seahawks at 20 in this mod. Yep. But yep. I think Van Ness is the best player available, and I don't think the Bucks would pass on that. No, no, absolutely um, not. And then at 21, we have a, we have a couple of receivers here. Um, Receiver makes so much sense for, for the, the Chargers, for the Chargers um, and the Ravens. Um, I, I we didn't I didn't type this down, yep. but I could totally see the Ravens trading down with the Giants here. Um, and the Giants, and the Giants stressing to get a receiver. The Giants taking Quentin Johnson. The Ravens tend to do that. They tend to be movers on draft day as well, either up or down. Usually down, but they'll move up the, yep. if they need to. But they yep. definitely are moved down. Um, we have Addis, Jordan Addison going to the Chargers. Quentin Johnson going to the Ravens. Uh, at 23, we have the Vikings taking Kalija Kansi. Now, we also think that the Vikings, I don't know if they can make three happen. I don't know if the Cardinals would be willing to move back that far. I don't know. They'd have to give up a lot. Right. So I don't know if they can make three happen, but if we see a QB fall into the, you know, to the Justin Field range of 11, 12, somewhere in that range. Right. I, I think that they're, now I don't think the Eagles will do it, but if he's at 10 and they're worried about the Titans, I could see the Vikings going up and getting a quarterback if they like him at 10. And, and the Eagles move back to 23 and vice versa, however we want to play it. But I think here they take Kalijah Kansi because their defense is atrocious and their pass, their interior defensive line was 
terrible last year. Right. Um, they kind of imploded last year correct. with their defense. Their offense, from the Mike Zimmer years, it completely switched, yeah. right? Which I guess what, what happens when you bring in Kevin O'Connell. Like, your yep. offense just blows up, yep. but then your defense gets left behind. Yeah. Which is what happened. Yep. Um, I and just, then their defense isn't too talented. They've gotten older. They got really old. Yep. And they also lost Adam Thielen. I forgot. We he forgot went to the Panthers. He went to the Panthers, yep. who's now going to be catching balls from yep. Bryce Young. So I think it's possible they go receiver here too. But I don't. I think with with the little run we see, if there's one of those two guys there at 23, this is the Vikings. Disi- this is the Vikings division to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're going to have a tough. T- they're going to have a tough fight. Excuse me, I can't talk today. They're going to have neither. a tough fight against the Can't Lions and the Bears. Hopefully. Not, I mean, I'm being biased, but I'm also No, 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 not. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, hopefully that is what happens. Right. The Bears have gotten a lot better this offseason. And the Vikings, and they have not. So. Uh, we have the Jags taking Miles Murphy, the edge rusher out of Clemson at 24. This was a big spot for a tight end with the Jag- with the Jaguars. But they first mock draft. Yep. But they signed Evan Ingram They back. extended him, yep. They extended him. So... Um, they go defense here. I think they could go like Brian Branch to safety here potentially. They might go corner just because there's a couple solid corners. But I don't. They lost Jawan Taylor, so maybe they they take a tackle here. Maybe they reach for Anton Harrison. Who knows? Um, this just kind of made sense. Murphy's a really good player, and the Murphy ja- is a really good. Player. The Jags are kind of they've been in that camp of just who's the best player. Let's take him. Let's get him. The, and Peterson. Let's see what happens. Right. Let's see if Trayvon Walker can actually be a first overall pick. Right. Next year, Correct. but we'll see. Um, Moving on from the Jaguars, yeah. we have the Giants, who I feel like could. This is a. This might be the Ravens. Yeah, I could do- totally see that happening. But they also take a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, Zay Flowers goes to could, the Giants here at twenty five. Could you see the Seahawks trading back with the Giants too? Like if the Giants are worried about the Chargers and trading up. I think so, but I also have another theory that okay. is my surprise. Okay. Later. Okay. So. Um, the Cowboys at twenty six. We haven't taken Michael Mayer. I. They that, let Dalton Schultz walk. Correct. And I think it was a smart move because I feel like Michael Mayer has been on the radar for a while. It's a jo- it's a Jerry Jones. It's a Jerry Jones it's a, pick. It's a blue chip prospect. They've done this multiple times. That's Bryant. It, even though that they had a receiver at that time, it's just kind of a, they don't really have a tight end right now. They have enough weapons, but it's a very Jerry Jones like. Let's just get the. He's going to sell tickets. He's going to make plays. Yep. Yep. Um, Twenty seven with the Bills. Yep. This is very interesting because the Bills could do a lot with this pick. Mm-hmm. I feel like they also need a lot with this pick. I could see them going Brian Branch here. They could go Brian Branch here. They did just, they did resign both their safeties though. Is Hyde coming back? Hyde is coming back next okay, year. Okay, I thought for some reason I thought he retired. I no, he's coming okay. back from Okay, so never mind then. I take right. that back. So Brian Branch could be a pick here. He's still available. No, no, if Hyde if Hyde and Poyer are both back, then no. But for they're also old. True. They're getting old. And so Branch you, can you play let, in the box. You let too. Branch, you know, get maybe on the on the line, like behind the line a little bit, but we didn't do that. I could totally see them picking Anton Harrison here, mm-hmm. getting a tackle or an offensive lineman. Yep. But just for the sake of um funsies, we have them picking Jameer Gibbs. Which I think would help Josh Allen tremendously. Yes. Getting he's getting, getting a, a runner, Camaro. a talented runner. He's getting Camaro. Comps because he's also right. terrific out of the backfield. Because James Cook wasn't bad. No, he had a he had a he had a pretty decent second half of the season last year. Right, and if you have a one-two punch with, which is what everyone is doing these days for you, the most part, you need a one-two punch. Correct, right. And I'm sad that you know with the Bears don't have that now. Um, and Cook wasn't great at catching passes out of the backfield last no, year. And Jameer Gibbs can do that. Right for the for the Bills and his cuts are. I mean, just if you haven't seen it, go watch his combine tape. It, it's it's unreal how quick his feet are and how good he is. Yes. 
Um, we have the Bengals taking Brian Branch at 28. That's because they lost Jesse Bates. I think he's a playmaker on defense. I think it makes the most sense. I, I actually think in the later half of this draft, that makes the most sense out of any of these picks. Um, the We have the Saints taking uh, Deontay Banks, a corner out of Maryland. I, we talked about the Saints. The Saints They're, can do a lot here. They can. I can definitely see them moving up yeah. and taking a player. They, they're the ones – they're also kind of unorthodox and ballsy where they just go and get the guy. Even if it's not someone that everyone else wants, they go and get their guy. Yep. We saw it with Marcus Davenport. Where the Saints fall is in their free agent acquisitions and their trades. Mm-hmm. Where they do not fall short, they're one of the best teams at doing this is drafting. Correct. They draft incredibly well. Especially in like weird spots. Yes. Like 29 is a weird spot. You, it, It's hard to draft well. Or like it's hard to find. As well as they have. Yes. Yep. Because do you think they might make it to the top of the second round, which you can trade back for or something, yep. or get more value from? But I could um, also see this being a spot... Um, where they're willing to trade back if someone wants to come up and get, say, Hendon Hooker or something like that. Right. Um, yes, absolutely. The Eagles at 30, we talked about this. Right now it's Emmanuel Forbes, a corner on Mississippi State. He's long, he's fast, he's rangy. Their corners are old and Slay wants out, allegedly, even though he just resigned. It's There's still a lot of, like, it's a it's in the, it's the richest thing. I, I could see the Eagles trading up and taking a guy if they wanted to, but I think the most likely scenario is them trading back and getting first-round capital next year if they don't. Love someone at 30. I think we t- we talked briefly about that. Maybe Anton Harrison or Steve Avila, a guard, um, as their offensive line gets older. But I, I just think, I-, I-, I don't know, I guess corner makes the most sense, a defensive player here. But they I, they, I don't think they, I don't think there's a chance that, I think there's a less than 10% chance they pick at 30. I think that pick is getting moved I one way or the other. I think that pick is getting moved. Probably they're going to try and pick move up. Correct. Which yeah. Because they have two second round picks as well as which we talked about. They yep. could package those and move up yep. somewhere in the somewhere in the, the high twenties. The, the Jags somewhere in that range. Like the Chargers, Ravens, yep. Vikings. I can see the Seahawks moving back to thirty. Yeah. If the Vikings do what they did last year, they'll trade that twenty three to the Eagles and pick at thirty. Right. Which whatever. Yep. And then finally our final pick, our thirty one, thirty first pick. Thirty one. Shout out shout out, shout out you Dolphins. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. For not giving them a first-round pick this year. That was the nicest thing you've ever done for the Jets. Uh, we have the Chiefs taking Anton Harrison at 31. This they may- lost They lost Andrew Wiley and Orlando Brown. They did gain Jawan Taylor, but they do need another tackle still. Uh, I think it makes Harrison's sense for one of the best them to pick a tackle too. here, but yep. here is my wild card pick, Jake, mm-hmm. that I didn't tell you about earlier. Oh, the Chiefs, out on me? I, a little bit. Okay. For the content. Ooh, for the content. For the peeps. Um, 31 here might go to the Seahawks, who have the 37th pick, mm-hmm. which is... Sixth. Like sixth pick in the tw- in the second round. It is. Yeah, it's the sixth. I could totally see the Seahawks trading up mm-hmm. to this 31 pick and yep. picking Hendon Hooker. I agree. I think it's very plausible, yeah. That is a very plausible thing. It's kind of like the Lamar Jackson situation, but you cannot compare Lamar Jackson with Hendon Hooker. No, Hendon Hooker's 25, not 20. And coming off an injury. An ACL, yeah. Right. But he just, didn't win a Heisman. The, he might have. He, he might have, but he didn't. He didn't have one of the greatest seasons in the last 10 years. The Seahawks are the team to do that, I think. Uh, yeah, so they, they did sign Geno, but it, it's in all reality, they can get out of it after this year if they want. Yep. It's a 30-year deal. I think it was like 27 or you something. You pick Hendon Hooker here, yep. so he still gets more value and more longevity in his and deal. And he gets a fifth-year fifth option. You get option, the fifth-year option important. with your quarterback, which you can let him sit behind Geno for a year or two. And heal. 
and heal and learn from Pete Carroll and Geno and then take over your offense when he's 27, 28 years old. Yep. And take it from there. Yep. That's totally plausible. I really think the Seahawks might be able to do that because I feel like knowing the teams that are from 32 all the way to 37, Mm -hmm. Anton Harrison and other good tackles might still be there for the Chiefs. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, there's Matt, Matt Bergeron. It's a yep. solid tackle out of Syracuse. There's a couple, Steve Avila, the guard, uh, John Michael Smith, the center. I know they're not they're not tackles for someone like the Chiefs, but there's there's solid players there. And the Chiefs can make it can make it work. Yes. They have. The Chiefs can make it work. They will make it work for yeah. a, a couple more years here. Correct. That's our that's our mock draft 2.0. Woo! We did. We only, will put this one on Twitter. We will put this one, and when Jake sends me the other one, I will I will put both on Twitter. I sent too. you the other one. I thought. No. Okay, I'm gonna drop both of them too before we we end. Okay, can you not do that? Can you just wait and then we'll talk about it after the show? I said after the show was over, I'll airdrop them to you next. I'm gonna punch you in the nose. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> um, but uh, just some notable things. Round two. Um, a lot of more running. A lot of great running backs still available. Um, so many running backs this year. Sean Tucker. Sean Tucker, Tajay Sharp. Can't wait to see where he goes. Tajay Sharp, like you said. Muhammad Ibrahim. Yep. Um, I just like saying his name. That I can't remember his name off the top of my head, and I don't know if I can pronounce it off the top of my head. I'm sorry. I apologize. The the edge from North Northwestern. Adebowale. Sure. Um, he 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 could totally go in the first round. There's Azabuke from Kansas State. It's like a, it's hyphenated. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of great players that are going to be Solid coming. linebackers in the second round. Insane. Diane Henley, Jack Campbell. Yeah, there weren't really any linebackers. There was none. Play. There was no off-ball linebackers we took. I think there's a chance that they sneak in, but there's so many other talented players, and I think I'm, that's what I'm hoping the Jets do at 43 is get like, get Jack Campbell, get Diane Henley, yeah. someone of that nature. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, that, was our first, that was our mock draft 2.0. We are going to end it there because we're a little over our hour. Next week we will cover what we did. Or what what happened in the NFL draft? The craziness. We'll wrap up a little bit of what happened in the first round of both uh, made the NHL and NBA playoffs. Yep, because we'll have a we'll have a better idea of where teams stand, how they look with injury concerns for both yep. both leagues. And then um, the following week, I'll be on vacation, so we'll have a we'll have a pre-recorded special be, episode. We're there's going to be a little out. special episode, yep. um, not next week, but the week after, the first week of May there, or so. Or the second week of May. Yeah, May. We're gonna 8th, record. 9th, we're yep. gonna record episode fourteen next, next week. week. Yep. And then release it at the same time. It's just gonna be a little shorter episode. Or maybe like, what if? Like what if? Like sports what ifs? Maybe yep. we talk. Yeah, about yeah. Just we, like we're we're some gonna ping things. some ideas off each other. Yep. And just because I don't want to talk major stuff while. You're gone. No, no, I agree. So um, we're just gonna do a little fun episode for fourteen. Then fifteen will come back. Because a little change that'll of be, pace. That'll be closer to um, you know. We'll be getting into the heat of things. We'll be getting into the the semifinals and the finals, the finals for yeah. both and NBA fun. and NHL. So it's an exciting time of year. Thank you guys for listening, being with us. We we appreciate it. We have fun doing this. We do have fun. Yep. And it's great to talk with my friend about things that we love. Oh my god, I'm your friend. Yes. Wow. You're my friend. Are you? Oh. I was about to say, <laughs> am I not your friend? Sorry, I'm not used to having friends. Um, we will see you all after the draft. Correct. I'll be. I think I will be live tweeting. My reactions. I will be trying. On the Up Air Podcast Twitter account. So follow us at Up Air Podcast on Twitter and TikTok. Um, I'll be doing a live tweet. And uh, for the draft. Yeah, shout out to all the pair. Shout out to all the... Man, we're so old. Yeah, we are. Um, but keep an eye out for that. And we will see you all on the national holiday. That is NFL Draft Day. 
and the weekend to follow. Fuck yeah. And we'll see you all next week. That's right. This has been episode 12 of Up in the Air. I am Nick. I'm Jake. See you all later. Hasta la pasta.